In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. As a parent, I'm always looking for more ways to bring biblical counsel and help into my family. So we really love the beautifully illustrated Good News for Little Hearts series. I like how these books help even kids ages 3 to 8 learn to address common emotions and issues like anxiety, anger, failure, temptation, loss, all with the hope of Jesus. I hope you'll get some and see for yourself. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm thrilled to welcome Ivan Mesa. Ivan is an editor for the Gospel Coalition website, where he acquires and edits books, oversees articles and reviews, and helps manage social media. He and his wife serve in their local church and are proud parents of two children with a third on the way, and I'm so glad to have him on the program. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. Thanks for having me. Ivan, it's great to have you here. What verse do you have for us today? Well, I, I love Ezra 7.10, and it's been near my heart for many years, and I recently taught it, so it's fresh in my mind. For Ezra had set his heart to study the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach his statutes and rules in Israel. So this verse, I don't think has been selected yet of all the episodes we've done. And this is a fantastic verse. So why don't you just set the context for us here, first of all, like what's going on? Who's Ezra? Why is he doing this? Why is God's word even telling us about what's going on in this verse? Yeah, Ezra and Nehemiah are kind of somewhere in the middle of the Old Testament, uh, they really are at the very end, chronologically speaking, of the the Old Testament. Hmm. And so the people of God had been in exile for nearly 70 years after their disobedience. They're they're now back in the land. And uh, this is a generation after that original wave of of returnees to the land. And so Ezra is writing around the year uh, 445. Hmm. And he's talking about basically what it means to be God's people, obey the law and keep it. And so uh, it's it's been a joy to, to study that. So this verse is like after Daniel and the lion's den, they're out of Babylon and many of them are back in the land of Israel. And this guy, Ezra, is one of their leaders. And we're learning something about him in this verse. If you were to put this verse in your own words, then Ivan, what are we learning about Ezra here? Really, it's just simple. It's uh, study, do, and teach. Hmm. Those are just the the main uh, exhortations that we have in this verse. And I think they just beautifully summarize what the Christian life ought to be about. Hmm. And so the the first few chapters of Ezra are all about the history of that, like I mentioned earlier, the, the, the original wave of Israelites going back to the land. And in his context, he, he appears in this section of, of Ezra for the first time in chapter 7 in, in his time period. And he uh, it says here, this is what Ezra had set his heart to do. This is a Ezra the scribe, someone really knowledgeable, committed to study God's word, God's law. And basically, he might have just had the Torah, maybe a few Psalms. Not all that we have today in the, in the, in the biblical canon. Sure. But it is amazing to me the, the, the simplicity of this verse that we have here. So let me read it again. This is the book of Ezra. 
Chapter 7, verse 10, I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. It says, Now Ezra had determined in his heart to study the law of the Lord, obey it, and teach it statutes and ordinances in Israel. So you just mentioned there are three things in this verse. Study, do, and teach. So let's just think about this for a minute, a little thought experiment. Let's take three different options here. What if you left out one of these three elements, what would go wrong? So let's start with the first one. If you left the first one out, if it was he didn't study, he just obeyed it and taught it, what would go wrong? Then we'll go to the second and the third. Yeah, that's a fascinating thought experiment because I also, when teaching it, I had to to think through that. And so if you had no study and just did and taught, you would have nothing to do or teach. You, you would have no content. <laughs> you would not be able to, to do any of that because there's nothing informing what you're actually doing, practicing. In other, in other words, or instructing others. There's a vacuum. Hmm. Okay, so you'd be kind of winging it and there wouldn't be a lot of substance to it. Yeah. So what if we went to the second option and maybe you studied it and you taught it, but you left out the middle one, you didn't obey it? Yeah, simple word hypocrisy. Hmm. So study and teaching, the church history is littered even today with people like this to greater or lesser degree. All of us really, as sinners, we fail to fully keep the law of God as, as he requires. Thankfully, we have the gospel. But I think that the, the summary, the gist of what this is saying, and, and this is, again, reiterated even when it comes to the qualifications for pastors and, and, and the pastoral epistles, it, it means no gross negligence or hypocrisy. Uh, we, are, we are striving to live, faithfully live out what we, we study in God's Word. Mm-hmm. And then if we uh, were to just move on to be able to study and do it, I think all that God gives to us is meant to be communicated. So this is not merely... I think the, the main application here is for pastors and church leaders, hmm. uh, those committed and trusted to, to be heralds of God's word. But I think there's a great application for any believer at any stage of life, whether parents and you have little ones, we are commanded to study God's word, to do it, and then to communicate that in an accessible way to our children. If you are a young person, and this is an, uh, also an application to, to entrust what you've learned and share the joy of the gospel with others. And and this is really what discipleship is all about. So it's not just an application for pastors and, and church leaders mm-hmm. preaching Sunday morning, but every believer really can take this verse, own it, and live it out. Yeah, because we're all supposed to end up where Ezra did. That is, we're talking about who God is, and we're talking about His Word, and what He's done for us in the gospel. We're supposed to all be talking about this, and the pathway to talking is studying and obeying. You just don't get to the end without going through those first two. That's right. So how did this verse become important to you? How has the Lord used it in your life, Ivan? Yeah, so this verse really gripped my heart as a young, new believer. Uh, Soon after my conversion as a teenager, I had a sense uh, call to ministry. Hmm. Uh, that only years later was kind of fully affirmed and uh, went on then to seminary. But it, it is rich years now removed from that time period to look back and, 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 and study it now at a deeper, richer way. Hmm. This really is a basic, simple verse, but there is a world of meaning in it to what it means to study, to, to do, and hmm. to teach. This is something easily repeated, but it takes a lifetime really to fully uh, live this out. Hmm, that's so true. And I think one question that's always good to ask, no matter where you are in the Bible, and even if it seems kind of complicated, I'm not sure what's going on, is what does this part of God's Word teach me about God? So let's just go there. What what would you say, Ivan? This verse, Ezra 7.10, it teaches us something about the Lord. It mentions His name. What does it teach us? So again, the context here is so helpful because God's people had returned from exile. They had disobeyed 
God, I mean, you read the, the entire Old Testament time and again, you see God's patience with his people, even amidst their own disobedience. And so Ezra here is at the very tail end of the history of the Old Testament. The people are back in the land and soon in the, even in the book of Ezra and then later on in the book of Nehemiah, we're going to see people disobey yet again. Hmm. But just to stop and ponder this verse, we see that God gave his word, God gave his law, literally Torah teaching to instruct his people in how they ought to live. And so we see a world of meaning when it comes to God's character. God is creator. God is revealing himself to his people. I mean, there's a, there's a, a richness even in this one verse that we understand that, that God caused his people to live in a way that honors him. In doing that, we really flourish as we were intended and created to be. So even when they had failed and rebelled against him, he's not giving them the silent treatment. He is speaking to them and telling them what they need to know. That is just a great reminder. So Ivan, thank you so much for your time today and for pointing us to Ezra 7.10. Would you just close our time by praying this verse for our listeners? Absolutely. Father, you created us to know you and to live for you. Father, thank you that you gave us your word to know you. On this side of the cross, we have the Lord Jesus Christ who fully embodied this. He studied your word, he practiced it, and he taught it. And so we are so thankful that amidst our own failure to live up to this verse, that you offer us your son. Lord, now by your spirit's power, I pray that myself included and champ and all listeners here, that we would by your spirit's power, commit ourselves to studying your word, doing it and teaching the next generation to faithfully follow you. And I pray this in our Savior's name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.